0: Welcome back to the Baby You've Got This podcast. I'm having a really fucking deep chat with you today. (sighs) Healing your money trauma. What is money trauma? Do you have money trauma? What does it really mean when we talk about trauma? I deep dive into this topic and seriously, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to get you thinking. It might bring up some emotion, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So let's get right into it. Oh, it is so good to be back. We have had so many incredible speakers come through this podcast and just sharing their story and being really fucking vulnerable and open and telling us exactly how it is and the struggles they've been able to overcome and how they've been able to create so much success from their pain, from their failures, from their the, the struggles, and we actually have a lineup still of some incredible, incredible humans who are going to speak and share their story as well. But I feel like it's been a hot minute since I have actually come in here and talked to you directly. And I'm sitting here in my active wear, no makeup on, my office is a mess, but I was just on a coast walk. I took little bubs to the coast and we did a gorgeous coast walk. It's a Saturday morning right now and the weather is freaking stunning. And I was just so inspired to come and record something for you. So I am literally free bowling here, coming in hot, no prior planning, just the way I like it. So we're talking about healing your money trauma. Now, this is a really deep topic, a really deep topic. So I'm not actually going to peel back too many layers because we would be here all day. So I'm just going to, I guess, open the door for you or... Just taking that first step, if if we're peeling back the layers of the onion, we're taking off that like really dry, loose outer layer, <laughs> the dry onion skin. How is that for an analogy to start your day or whenever you're listening to this? So we're just going to take a little step into this because I think there is some confusion or maybe there is some confusion out there. And the re- where this is coming from is being a money coach and being able to help women with their money, with their financial relationship, with their financial future, with how they handle their money and and the pain and the struggles and the frustrations and all of that that's going on for them. Some of the women are bringing up, I had a lot of money trauma as a child. I've had a lot of money trauma. Uh, There's been really traumatic experiences. And I don't know about you, but for me, I personally feel like when we talk about trauma, when the word trauma has been brought up, my first thought goes to, the really hectic shit like f- high end of the scale you know the ab- abuse whether it's physical sexual like domestic abuse the like a, a like a car accident or like just really hectic shit so maybe you're the same that when we think trauma, we think, oh my God, that's that's huge. So if I was to look back on my life, I'm like, I, I didn't, especially when it comes to money, I didn't really have any trauma. There was no trauma. I wasn't that bad because I'm comparing it to what I think trauma is, which is like, um, well, with money trauma, there was a huge a theft in the family that created a, a snowball of emotions and all the BS that comes with it and the craziness or the living on the streets or, you know, going house to house or not having enough food and starving half the time and going through all of that stuff. To me, I would put that towards the traumatic side, but like when I would initially think of trauma. And what I noticed was that women are using these terms money trauma. And I was like, hang on a second. Let's look at this further because I actually believe if we, if you have a shitty relationship with money, if you have limitations and self-sabotages when it comes to your money, if you feel like you're constantly hitting a glass ceiling with your income, you have had some form of money trauma as a child growing up, or you have had some kind of money trauma within your life. It usually happens when we're younger, when we're first developing our beliefs and how we see the world and what we're learning and what we're deciding what's right and wrong and, and all of that. That's, that's most commonly where it, It happens fast, and now where was I going with that? (laughs) We have, um, we have all developed some form of money trauma. Blah blah blah, money trauma. There, we have had some kind of trauma around money. So trauma doesn't have to actually be, in Kim language, the fucked up shit that is super scary and super sad. Yes, that is there, but trauma to me is when we when we in terms of money and our relationship with money, trauma to me is when there was a significant event or circumstance that maybe happened once or over a period of time where it created a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, a lot of uprooted emotion, a lot of um it, I'm thinking the word eccentric emotion, like just it caused a lot of stress, anxiety depression, like it's caused us. So if I went through the money trauma, it's caused me to have emotions around money and have an experience around money where I'm at like the end of the scale. I'm at one end of the scale. Like my ba- my emotions aren't balanced. There's no love and, and safety there. There is the anxiety. There's the stress. There's the struggle. There's the, um, you know, the body, ugh, shit happens inside your body from a past event circumstance. So I I want to neutralize the word trauma. I want to, when people think about money trauma, I I don't want you to feel like you've been so fucked up because you have money trauma that you can't heal it or you can't get ahead financially because you're burdened by this trauma. I would love for us to not think that this word trauma is such a traumatic word, for lack of a better word, Uh, but it actually... We, I want to bring lightness to it purely because if you want to come out the other side, if you want to get ahead financially, if you want to see your savings start to grow, if you want to actually feel the success, the freedom, attracting the sales in your business, actually create the life with the abundance of money that you so crave, so deeply crave all the time then we need to talk lightness into what may be perceived as really heavy trauma. And I say perceived as heavy trauma because everyone's gone through their own shit. And whether mine's like just a little bit and yours is a lot or vice versa, as a child or whenever that moment happened for us, it was obviously traumatic enough to stick. It was obviously powerful enough and big enough and moving enough to create a result that brought stress and anxiety and um all of that stuff with it. So for me, if I think about it, I did have money trauma. Because I genuinely didn't think I did. I was like, yeah, we struggled. I felt like my whole childhood, like we everything revolved around money and the lack thereof, because we never had any. But when I think about it, th- like to me that is traumatic. That is a level of trauma. Because if I look when I look back, if you were to ask me, tell me about your childhood, Kim, seriously the first thought my first pain point the first point of call goes directly back to the fact that there was no money 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 controlled our lives but we seemed to never have any there was always lack there was always scarcity there was never enough never enough so i it created a shit ton of instability for me as a child it created a shit ton of the feelings of feeling unsafe and worry and stress and anxiety and i held that anxiety on And I wore it every single day for as long as I can remember all through my childhood and adolescence. And now the last thing our parents want is to put that on their child. So for me, if I look back, I'm like, I had a shitload of trauma around money because my relationship with money got so fucked up that I was constantly feeling like I needed it to survive that I was going to die without it, but I could never get it. No matter how hard I worked, I was always like, I could earn money, but then it would always get spent. I would spend, my relationship with, with money was so unhealthy and so wounded from the trauma that I couldn't keep the money. I wanted it, but I repelled it. So I feel like whether you are sitting on that scale of things with your relationship with money as a child, Maybe shit goes deeper. Maybe you do have the hectic trauma, that significant event that you feel like was the catalyst that caused the post-traumatic stress, that caused the trust issues with money and so on and so forth. Or maybe maybe yours doesn't even feel as hectic as, say, mine. I've, I feel like from all the stories I have heard from the clients I've worked with, I've heard people what I would feel would be worse than what I've suffered, looking at it as an adult now, And then I've talked to people who haven't had it as bad as I've had it, if there was a comparison, but you're not meant to compare anyway. But anyway, where do you sit on a scale? Maybe you just, maybe it wasn't too bad if you think about it, but as a child, it created emotion for you. It created the shitty stories, the shitty beliefs, the limiting beliefs, the, the stress, the anxiety, the worry. And what this does is at a subconscious level, it makes you your energy repel the money. Because at a subconscious level, you don't want money because you had such a bad experience to some degree as a child that your subconscious thinks said, if I was to bring in more money right now, that's going to cause pain. Because all we did as a child was chase the money and there was so much pain. So if I repel it, repel it, repel it and try and avoid it, I'm, trying to, I'm going to avoid my pain. So it doesn't matter where you sit on that scale of whatever you want to call trauma, but I just want to... Neutralize the word trauma. So when you neutralize it, because it is a heavy word, when you neutralize it, you can come out the other side. You can find the gift. Oh my God, when I said that, I looked up and on my computer screen, um, because it's timing as I record, and it said 333, (sighs) fucking love angel numbers, I've seen them everywhere. So that is your cue right now to go Google what 333 angel number meaning is and see what comes up for you. But yeah, as I said that, when we neutralize trauma, it allows us to see the light. It allows us to create the gift. And this is something that I'm actually taking my beautiful members of the wealthiest Fuck community, my brand new money course, which is so exciting. Uh, the early bird spaces are filling so fast because I've given an epic 50% off just to get people started and reward the people who want to take the brave, courageous steps first. So, oh, the women inside are fucking loving it and transformations are happening just after week one. But this is what I do. This is what we do in the course is I take you through a process to neutralize the trauma and find the gift. And it's a very, very simple process, but it's not easy because if it was easy, people we would all be doing it. We wouldn't need fucking healing. Life would be great. Like we would have the money, we'd have the abundance, we'd be getting everything we wanted, we'd be scaling, we'd be growing, we'd be doing all the things. So it is simple, but it's not easy because it's uncomfortable and our subconscious wants to keep us safe and in our comfort zone. So I take there's this process you go through, and what it is is you're finding the gift in the situation. So what you want to be doing is you go back, go to a time, find the time where you believe the trauma began, or one one of your you've got to get really specific. What are one of the things that you believe about money? Or maybe you don't realize you believe it. What are one of the stories, the beliefs, the shit that you heard growing up that negatively impacted your relationship with money? And, and have a look and see if you feel like it's already showing up now. You might be conscious of it. You might have to think, what did mom and dad always used to say? Or what did granddad used to always say? Or whoever your influential people were. And see what comes up. Because when you ask your brain it will come up. My first thing is what I heard is money doesn't grow on trees, Kim. Rich people are greedy. Cool. So I got ingrained with lack and, you know, don't be greedy. Greedy is a bad thing. So don't ever get rich, Kim, because you'll be a greedy person. So I was like, okay, there's not enough money to go around. So I'm always going to be in a lack mode. I'm always going to be feeling like there's not enough because, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. There's not enough of it. And then, oh, don't be greedy. Greedy is a bad thing. You've got to make sure you're nice. You want to be a good human. Okay, well, don't get rich because you'll become a bad person. No wonder, just those two stories alone, and I have so many more, just those two stories alone (laughs) have created so much struggle and pain for me financially through my adolescence, through my early 20s until I did the work on this to shift it. So this is some of the work. And you want to get really specific. So fine, you want to get really specific and then you want to do this process multiple times because you want to do it on all the different stories that are running your subconscious. And you want to go to that time and the place of when that happened, get really specific. Who was there? What was happening? Maybe you couldn't see anyone. Uh, maybe, Maybe you couldn't see anyone. Maybe you can't think of an exact time, but you can remember it repeatedly happening. You knew there was a common theme. And what I want you to do is, I want you to, where did you get the comment? where was this common theme coming from? Was it mum? Was it dad? Was it the situation? Was it a person? It's it's going to initially come from a person anyway. So who was that person? And then what you want to do is you want to get so fucking clear on what was actually going on for them. So even if it was, say it was your mum and you're so shitty at her still, you're still angry, you've got a strong emotion there, I need you to stop. Take a deep breath and I need you to get into your higher self where your higher self isn't operating from a victim ego mentality. Your higher self is actually taking yourself out of the picture and we're actually going to find the real truth here. And you're going to find out what was going on for that person. So if it was your mom, what was actually going on for her? What was happening in her life that made her have these beliefs, say these things, teach you these thoughts and beliefs around money? What was truly going on? And how was it a negative? What was the negative that was really going on? So for me, when Mum's like, money doesn't grow on trees, she's worried. She feels unstable. She feels like she can't keep up. She feels like she's not good enough and she's trying to provide. And she's trying to be the best mother th- she can. And she's trying to provide and work her ass off for us kids so we can have a good life. And she's scared. And she's scared, And she's uncertain. So you, you work this out. You write it all out. Work out what's really going on. First of all, this is going to help really understand where, where the trauma happened and really take it out of you being a victim of your circumstance and you being a victim of your childhood and you taking responsibility and you getting really fucking clear on what's going on. And then the next step, the next step is finding the gift. What was that moment teaching you? Where's the gift? Where's the blessing? Where's that silver lining that is so obvious, but you can't see it because your brain wants to keep you thinking that you are hard done by, that it was only a negative. So stay in that higher self state. And once you've, the thing is, once you've done that ground, the, the, that step of what was the real truth, how was that person struggling, or what was actually negatively going on for them that made them act that way. You're gonna be able to find the gift in it so much easier. Like I felt for me doing this work, money doesn't grow on trees. Why was Mum like this? And the, the lack, the scarcity, she was uncertain, she was unsafe. She just wanted to feel loved, she wanted to feel good enough, she wanted to make sure she was important and providing the best life because as her as a child, they had sweet fuck all, they struggled immensely financially and then you can start to see where the hand-me-down thoughts come from by each generation which is something that i talk about and teach on and then i had to say like hey what was the actual actual gift how was this a benefit what was she teaching me what can i find in there that's a gift one of the things she was being so responsible and so independent on wanting to provide she was showing me strength she was showing me willpower and determination to keep going because she worked hard. What was going on? Yes, she was uncertain. She was scared. She would, things were unstable, but she was busting her ass as a single mom. She took on any job. She worked extra hours. She made sure we always had an abundance of food, dinner, snacks, all of that. She put me through ballet dancing. That's expensive. <laughs> a pair of ballet shoes. You don't even want to know how much they are. And I used to break in the point shoes because I've got a I've got high arches. My 150 dollars point shoes, which weren't even the most expensive ones, or not even the cheapest one. Like they're just a bit more than the cheapest ones. Because Mum thought if I got them just a little bit more expensive, they'll last longer. I would break them in so quickly, so I'd have to continually buy them. And then my brother did all the sports: soccer, ball, baseball. He did martial arts. I think that's, look, I was, I was a sister that I was into dancing and my friends, so I didn't pay that much attention, but see, this is what was going on. She was so determined to provide for us and give us a good life. So we wouldn't feel the pain, even though we were feeling the pain because we were caught up. We were just kids. We were just caught up in what was going on. We, we heard it all. She wasn't trying to be, to create fucked up beliefs around money for us. So that's so can you see you find the gift what was really going on she taught she taught me to never give up, she taught me to always find a way. She taught me the the strength, the tenacity, the make it work. Oh, it's like such a beautiful gift where this came from. So when I did this work, man, the tears were rolling down my eyes. I did one with dad as well, and oh my god, it was a it, floodgates were open. And I wrote, then wrote the most beautiful gratitude letter. So that's what you want to do. I didn't. You don't have to give it to them. You don't have to. You don't want to. Who knows? Whatever comes up for you, follow your heart. But I, I saw the gift, and I saw what was really going on, and what it did. It neutralized this story for me to realize that money doesn't grow on trees. The lack of that's not real. That's not my truth. I'm not letting that be my truth anymore. That's not what was actually going on. So what can I gain from this? What did I gain from mum acting that way? What, would, what were the lessons that I learned? And how is she, what was she gifting me in that moment? And oh, seriously, whew, you just just do this work and I promise you, I promise you things will change. Now, it's simple. It's not easy. (laughs) It's simple. It's not easy. The reason I could so easily give you an example, because I've already done the work on it. I hit that many uh, walls when I'm trying to be like, what's the real truth? What was actually going on for her? And then, okay, what's the gift? Find the gift, Kim. Look at it from higher self. Look at it through a different colored lens. What was really going on? But oh my gosh, it it just opened up my heart. It created so much freedom, and I realized that okay, what I was, what my subconscious was running on that lack story, that's not the actual truth. And this is what I'm going to replace that story with. Look at the strengths I have. Look at what's at my fingertips. Let's recode and rewire the brain and the subconscious brain to think differently, to believe a different story. It wasn't that money didn't grow on trees. The story is, like never give up on yourself. You can make it work. No matter what situation you are in, Kim, you can make it work. And you know what, if you look at my life and if you were to know my entire story, I've always made it work. I got two degrees, finished uni, got two degrees. Never started even using them because I couldn't get a job. Started my own business and ever since then, building income, I've done it all based from my learnings and implementation and just getting shit done. I haven't followed the system. I haven't worked for someone else. I've always made my own money other than teaching Pilates on the side. (laughs) I did that a bit as my business was building. But now in the last, since I was like 25, 26, so like the last five to six years, every cent that I have earned is from me making it myself, me working to get it, me selling my skills, my experience, whatever it is, so I feel like that was a nice, heavy, deep chat, I really hope you love this, and if you're inside the wealthy as fuck course, your life is going to change, because we're just getting started, and maybe you're listening to this like down the track, and uh, you've probably already seen the testimonials and all that come through, but you are in for a treat. And I just love how I can help you get, like hold your hand through this process and support you through it so we can rewire and recode the brain quick, 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 and get those money beliefs out that are sabotaging you, bring in the new shit that's actually going to drive you forward and drive your financial success. So. I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening, guys. If you are interested, if you'd love to join the my free community group, there's a link in the show notes called The Baby You've Got This community. It's free. You can jump in there. I share all my free resources and just food for thoughts. And if you just want to be a part of the community, please join. It's free. And then you get first dibs on any offerings that I share as well. And if any discounts come out, that come straight into the group. Um, if you're interested in my course, my wealthiest course, it's a 12-month mentorship because I hold your hand, it takes time. I literally teach you the skills and the system that banked me 100K in savings in just two and a half years and being able to build my first home in two and a half years. I'm teaching you that exact system. I'm teaching you how to recode, rewire the brain. I'm teaching you the rituals of a wealthy person and helping you develop the mindset, the abundance mindset that's actually backed by science. So the human physiological mindset. <laughs> um, you can check, the uh, the link is in the show notes. So you can have a little look-see, click on that. And if you have any questions, please reach out. Have the most beautiful rest of your day. And uh, it would mean the world to me if you screenshot this and shared it in your social media and tag me at Kim Ken and two underscores. I'd love to get this message out to more people. So it means absolute world if you do that. Thank you so much. And we'll chat on the next episode. Peace out, homies.